Hey, it's Tad Poe from the Morning Splash. Here are the highlights from Thursday, June 18th, 2020. It's the Morning Splash, Froggy 104. And it is time for your top trending stories for today. This is some really, really cool news. Chuck Wicks and his wife, Casey, are expecting their first child together in December. Aww. It'll be a baby boy. They are over the moon. Uh, mainly because they've been struggling with uh, infertility issues for almost a year. He said they went the IFB route, and uh, he he will be a uh, he will be a first time father. Cassie has uh, three daughters uh, oh, from wow. a previous relationship, but uh, this will be Chuck's first. So, congratulations hmm. to our friend Chuck. Maybe Witt. he'll get a boy. Absolutely. Well, yes, he will be having a baby boy. Oh, they do December. have a boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Uh, Josh Turner's next album is called Country State of Mind. It will be out in August, uh, August 21st. And it's a covers album that features some of the original artists joining him for the remakes of their hits like uh, Randy Travis and Chris Christopherson and oh. John Anderson. He will also be teaming up with Maddie and Tay to take on a George Strait song. So be like, interesting. that's really cool. I'm, I'm excited about this one. Country State of Mind, August 21st junior. from uh, Josh Turner. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Business Insider says 136 J.C. Penney stores have started liquidating uh, their sale, like doing liquidation sales. Started those yesterday. They're offering 25 to 40 percent off merchandise because they're closing now. I, I ours is our J.C. Penney is not closing. Is that right? Like we're still okay, remember. as far as I know. As far as we know, but uh, other the J.C. Penney stores that are closing will be starting their liquidation sales. So, looking for deals, I guess you could say. Uh, and Contact Music claims Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton may not marry because she's worried that marriage may change their dynamic. You know, they would say, uh, marriage ruins everything. <laughs> marriage will ruin a good friendship is what some people say. Some people say That's that. That's what some yep. people say. A source tells Entertainment Tonight, people keep asking her about when she and Blake might tie the knot, but she's not in a hurry. Right now, with everything happening in the world, she has definitely put any wedding plans on the back burner. Uh, Gwen and Blake trust and love each other and have truly built a wonderful family together. So right now, she feels like she doesn't need to rock the boat. And you can always go with the old thing. If it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. There you go. That is your top trending for today. It's Froggy 104. I love you guys, and y'all do a great job in the morning to get me going. West Tennessee wakes up with a morning splash. Froggy 104. Oh, my goodness. My wife's going to be on me if she hears this story. What is when it? are we going to Texas? There is a 13-year-old from Weatherford, Texas, fishing off the coast there. All right. Caught an 844-pound tiger shark. Oh, good night. On a 36-hour offshore fishing expedition, when he reeled in, the 11-footer took him five hours to make the catch. An 11 foot. 11 foot, 844 pound tiger shark. When are we going to go to. Now, what kind of test line you got on that? (laughs) I'm telling you, man. She is going to. How do you even do that? Very carefully. Very carefully. And at five hours, that little fella. I mean, he didn't fight it for five hours. He was on an expedition that was a five hour. Oh, a five hour tour. And he just happened to be fishing and caught himself a tiger shark. So I wonder how long it did take him to get in. I mean, who? What do you? What do you reel that in with anyway? Well, your arms typically. No, I'm talking about oh, how do you get it in special, the boat? Well, they have special. They have special rods that they use, and then they. I don't know if they pull it up in the boat or if they just cut it loose and let it go. But they probably haul it up. You got little yeah, equipment that you can use to get it up in the boat. Tiger Shark probably helped him out a lot getting in the boat. 
was getting back out. Yeah, so maybe they they just caught it and let it go. Was that the thing? I, yeah, probably. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's Froggy 104. This is the Morning Splash. I'm feeling froggy. Froggy. Froggy 104. Seems like whenever you hear a, a survey, it's either people or women or moms or something like that. You know, it's, rarely do they say, hey, are you a dad? Hey, we want to talk to you what for a minute. What do you think of this? Right? But I love it when they do dad surveys. It's a Father's Day that they, we get a lot of dad surveys. And this one, I saw this uh, survey by Netflix reveals that 85% of dads plan to introduce their kids to cartoons they grew up watching. Like, I have already started doing that. I, I've, I've, I've introduced my kids to the, the animated series Doug, the original Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah. Like, the original Looney Tunes. Oh, no. not, not the new stuff that's been on TV here lately, but oh, the Doug. original Looney Tunes. Uh, Tiny Tunes Adventures, I got Brooklyn on that for a little while. But yes, like you slowly tried to integrate because those were good cartoons. The hand drawn. They oh, were they good were so cartoons. Good. I don't know. I'm just now, not that really. That being said, they were kind of violent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dropping anvils on people's heads. But that's when yeah, that's when about- as a father, it's your turn your turn to step in and say, listen, we don't drop anvils on people's heads. Okay. And when you're two, you can't pick up one anyway because exactly. it weighs five times more than you. But uh and it this is really cool. Seventy-five uh, percent of of us dads say watching cartoons makes them feel like a kid again. Yeah, absolutely. And the Three Stooges, say, especially Three Stooges, the same way. I feel like I'm watching them with my dad every time I watch the Three Stooges. I, well, I, I see my dad on the couch sweet. behind me because I always had a bowl of cereal in the floor, and then he'd be on the on the couch behind me with his bowl of cereal watching Three Stooges. So. We didn't have t- TV; wasn't invented <laughs> when I was little. So. <laughs> No, I do love to watch Andy Griffith with. Oh, I've yeah, always great. watched that. So, I can't watch anything black know, and white with Brooklyn because she's like, ah. Oh yeah, she why, probably. Why is it like great? I'm like, this is classic TV, huh? Yeah, yeah, classic. But I just, you know, <laughs> cartoons. When, perfect, when my daughter man. was little, I I didn't really we don't get her hooked on cartoons, so I bought Disney movies. Like we watched, Disney movie, yes, Disney. We movies watched are perfect, the Beverly yeah. Hillbillies and uh, Andy Griffith, mm-hmm. and I had The Sound of Music and Swiss Family Robinson and Annie and. Uh, I don't know if you remember the, back Thomasina and all those old, really great Disney movies right. oh, a yeah, long yeah. time ago. And uh, that's that's just what I got. You, you got to introduce them to something young. That's true. And she still <laughs> doesn't like animated stuff. <laughs> and I'm not a real big fan anymore. But um, I don't know. That was just a thing I had. You got you to share a little bit of your childhood with your kids. That's really that's what right. it is. It's the Morning Splash, Froggy 104. And it is time to spread that good news. So here we go. Tell me something good. Well, it's too early to say just how schools will be looking this far, but teachers have to assume that classes will resume in some capacity and plan, plan, plan. That means it's time for teachers to start doing their usual summer prep work, making lists of school supplies they'll need for the upcoming year. And this is a really cool thing. Now through August 31st, or while supplies last, if they add a paper make product to their list of needs, teachers can get back to school a supply pack. It's a $15 value, and it's absolutely for free. It has uh, pencils, different paper make products. Uh, all you have to do is register at teacherslist.com and just download, create a, a little account for yourself to get some school supplies. And once the products have been added to your list, a paper mate felt tip pen, a uh, six pack of uh and then dry erase markers, Sharpies, all kinds of things. You don't need to purchase the items on your list to get the free back-to-school pack. You just, just add them to your list at teacherslist.com. So that'll take a little bit of the cost cool. off of that. And, uh, you know, our teachers bring items on their own. And a lot of times school kids are asked to bring extra items. 
that are for the good of the class. So it uh, might make things a little bit easier this um, this back-to-school time. If we know we're going or, we, you know, <laughs> whether we go we're going back, or not, yeah. we got to get prepared. So. Absolutely. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. It's the morning splash on Froggy 104. I love you guys, and y'all do a great job in the morning to get me going. West Tennessee wakes up with a morning splash. Froggy 104. Dads pass on so much knowledge to their kids, and uh, we've actually uh, found a top ten list of um, skills that dads pass on to the youngins. Yeah. Top ten list, okay? And number ten, cooking. My dad actually did teach me how to cook. There are lots of dads. That I did. Cook. I did learn how to cook for my mom as well. But my dad taught me everything I need to know about the grill and making sauces. I mean, me and my dad mm. are the sauce king. We love sauces, right? Yeah. So he taught me how to do that. Uh, how to deal with stress and problems. Kinda. <laughs> Kinda. Uh, number eight. Read a map. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you used to have to teach that skill. You used to, you used to have to used learn to have that to skill. You have to get that big old atlas out. You know, uh, fold it. Always in the glove compartment. The biggest thing that my dad taught me about that map that was in the glove compartment, how to fold it back. <laughs> did, you ever get, did you ever reach into the glove box to get the map out, and it was all like wonky and not folded right? Yeah, You're like, oh, this is a mess. <laughs> I just get the whole big atlas book for the whole United States and stick it under the seat. Right? Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. Which yeah. it's it's like a lot of other things. Once you unfold it, it's not <laughs> it's, it's not puzzle. gonna go back that again right. like that. Uh, let's see. Leadership. How to change a tire. The key mm. is to loosen the lug nuts before you lift the car. I don't know if I could change a tire or not. I guess I, <laughs> I don't think my dad taught me that. Money management this is a good skill that dads pass on. Yeah. decision making skills. Yeah. Uh repair and maintenance. <laughs> my dad taught me how to use the yellow pages so he's not as handy <laughs> he was handy so. but it was like if it was a problem needed to be fixed he, he could call somebody he would call somebody to make sure it was done right um and how to drive a car my dad had to teach me how to drive a car because my mother put a hole in my floorboard uh every time she would stomp the brake in her passenger side oh my gosh what are you doing i'm fine mom she made me nervous i made her nervous she was like you let my dad let my dad teach me. You do a good job too. Yeah, I think that's probably a good call on that. And my favorite: how to ride a bike. How to ride a bike. That is something that uh, you, once you learn it, you never forget. That's what they say. I probably couldn't keep my balance on a bike right now, but how to ride a bike. Top skills that dads pass on. I like that one. That's probably one of my favorites. It's Froggy One Hundred Four. This is the Morning Splash. Froggy. Froggy. Froggy 104. Julie, we got another world record. Oh, boy. Oh, not, my goodness. Not hot dogs. Not eating. hot dogs. What is it? It's um a working Batman costume, essentially. Hmm. Uh, his name is Keith Dinsmore. He lives in Portland, Maine, and he has created a Batman costume with 30 working gadgets on his utility <laughs> belt. Oh, my gosh. He created the costume because he attends pop culture events uh, like like comic cons and stuff like that and cosplay events and um his costume set a new world record for the most working gadgets on a batman outfit wow. uh, beat the old record by seven gadgets so that means that somebody else had the same idea so but no, they only like, put 23 out there does he put on there you get the batarang a, a butane torch there's a, a a mini grappling hook binoculars a compass a fingerprint kit yeah, because back in the day, 
used to dust for prints. Uh, tracking device, nylon rope, uh, road flare, a laser pointer, flashbangs, handcuffs, a cutting torch, and an extendable baton. No word if there's any shark repellent. How does he fly See, around that's a reference when he's to carrying all this stuff on his belt? I mean, he doesn't fly around. Oh, he's just a He's just a cosplay around. guy. Batman, okay. it's all fictional anyway. Um, no, but that's a lot to carry. <laughs> it is. Dude. It all works, though. There you well, go. Well, if he's Batman and he's going I'm to a rum, he's going to a, a convention, then it doesn't matter how much it weighs. <laughs> Absolutely. As long as it looks the part, right? As long as it looks better to look good than to feel good. <laughs> that's what what's-his-name used to say. Right. It's the Morning Splash, Froggy 104. So this is a story from Nashville. Nashville Public Library was uh, trying to promote their new curbside pickup. Curbside pickup at a library. It's not something you often think about, but it is a thing now. You because just go of, online and order your book and they'll You can go online, order your book, you? you can call ahead, whatever, and they'll pick yeah. they'll they'll bring you get there, they'll bring it to you. But it's hard to, you know, you know, you want to make sure that everybody gets the message and that the message spreads quickly, right? That's why you do a video and let it go viral. This is the video. This is the audio from the video that the Nashville Public Library released featuring a mouse puppet wrapping the details about um, how to pick up your books with their curbside, baby. Mm-hmm. Curbside pickup. Here it is. Curbside, baby. All right, stop. Follow signs and listen. listen. The library's back with a brand new invention. Curbside is where you get your books. It's citywide, so just take a look. Uh. Out to the street, we'll bring your books to you bravely. Listen to the rules as it pertains to your safety. Roll up, <laughs> look for the signs. Stay in your car, but wait if there's a line. Call up with your number on the card. Tell us what you're driving in your name. It ain't hard. Flash it. Hold up your ID. Show it through the window to the employee. Hop it. Open up your trunk. We'll drop in the books. Slam dunk. If there was a problem, yo, we'll solve Check out your books while my DJ revolves it. Yeah. Uh huh. Our books are curbside, baby. What about my returns? Returns are book drop, baby. <laughs> That's pretty cute. That's cute. What about like my return? That. It is going viral, obviously, <laughs> borrowing heavily from Ice Ice Baby from Vanilla Ice. Very cute. But yeah, I think it's a good way to promote your uh, curbside pickup. Froggy! Froggy! West Tennessee wakes up with a morning splash. Froggy 104. Thanks for listening to the Morning Splash podcast. New episodes are uploaded every weekday after the show at Radio731.com, the Radio731 app, or wherever you get your podcasts.